note in your WhatsApp messages on 072-702-1702. Weekend Breakfast with Gugs Sungu. Standing in for Ifilwe Mpakanyani on 702. Live. Online. Smartphones. DSTV. 92.7. And 106 FM. 702. It's 11 minutes after 8 o'clock and time for us to talk parenting and the impact that fathers play in their children's lives. Usually around Father's Day, we ask the question, what is the thing you learned from your father? What is the biggest uh, thing or the thing you love most about your father? But this week, I'm keen to hear from the dads. What is your favorite part of fatherhood? What is the thing you treasure most about the experience of fatherhood? What is the thing you hope to teach or impart to your children? Um, but also often, you know, there are anxieties about parenting. So maybe there is a thing you are afraid of, a thing you're unsure of. I'd like to hear for you, what is the thing that matters most, that you love the most, that you're trying to achieve um, with the way you are raising your children? Give us a call on 011-883-0702. Send us an SMS on 31702 or send us a WhatsApp voice note on 0727021702. Maybe there is a father in your life, be it your partner, be it uh, a sibling, a family member, uh, someone that you are seeing in action. And for you, what do you think is the most inspiring or beautiful part of how they are being a present father to their children or a present father figure? Um, Because not everyone has a father, but some of us are lucky enough to have a father figure that kind of steps into that role. And if you're watching someone in that position, what is the thing that you think is most beautiful about what they're doing? We'd love to hear from you. Join now on the line by human potential and parenting expert Nikki Bush to talk about the importance of fathers in their children's lives. Nikki, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Gugs. As always, good to have you on the show. Now, we often hear um, the statistics released about the challenges regarding, you know, children in South Africa either living without a father figure or growing up with one. Do we have a sense uh, how big that number is or how big that that particular issue is in South Africa? Yes, Gugs, I have, and it's quite startling. Nearly 60% of our children have absent fathers. And that's according to a five-year study by the Human Sciences Research Council and the South African Race Relations Institute. So it's a big, big number. And when you consider how important dads are in their children's lives, the impact is huge because children learn how to value and respect themselves through the eyes of their dad. And I remember a couple of years ago, I don't remember if it was the Human Research Council, but they were looking at kind of if we look at that number, you know, often it is up to, you know, large numbers of kids growing up with their fathers. But what some fathers were considering to be their role or their um, their contribution to their children's lives, even if they couldn't live with them. So often fathers are away because of work, um, you know, migrant labor system, people can't live with their kids. and But some fathers were saying even though they can't be with their children, the fact that they're able to provide for them, for them is quite important um, is, you know, a way in which they parent, a way in which they are fathers even if they can't be in the home and I wonder if the research you were looking at also looked at that question of, you know, even where fathers, for instance, can't be there, the ways in which they are still able to, to parent or contribute to their child's upbringing and development. 
Sure. I'm actually not sure if they looked at that particular question, but um, we do know that there is no ideal way to be a dad. And you don't have to be a superhero, but your kids are looking for an everyday hero who shows up for them in very real ways. And one of them obviously is financial. Um, But the other thing is that dads are both tough and tender. And we need kids to experience both those sides of dad. So we don't want them to grow up afraid of their dad, but by the same token, make sure you don't leave their mother with all the discipline issues either, which is very often the case. As you say, many dads not very present in the home. So there's no ideal way, but your kids, um, you know, it doesn't matter how much money you make or what job you do, as long as you're doing your best. And it doesn't matter whether you're outwardly affectionate or love your children more quietly. You know, we all have different personality types and different ways of expressing uh, parenthood. And today, of course, we're speaking fatherhood in particular. Mm. And I mean, I I think it's just interesting what you were saying, the idea that um, often the uh, more of the work, especially with regards to structure and discipline and order, falls on the other parent, usually the mother in this instance, if it is a heterosexual relationship. But it is quite important for children to have that consistency so um, that there isn't one, you know, I guess the kind of the good cop, bad cop uh, yeah. idea, that the, the consistency is important. Why, why is that, that both parents almost have a, a united front in, ah. in raising kids? Great question. And it really boils down to the ability of children to manipulate their parents to get what they want or to play one parent up against the other. So singing from the same proverbial hymn sheet is really important. So for dads, um, you need to show that you respect and care for their mother if you're in a relationship with her because you're obviously giving them an example, providing an example. And children uh, learn to live what they see. And if you're not in a relationship with their mother, this is really important, find a way to create a safe and neutral space between you where the children are not poisoned by the adult issues at play if there are any. You know, it's just the most unenviable position to put children in when there is conflict between parents and children become used as pawns. And once again, when we talk about the impact of dads, often boils down to how children value and respect themselves and how they will be expected to be valued and respected in relationships in the future. This is a very, very critical role. So we need to, as parents, and today men in particular, step up to the plate and show emotional maturity in relationships so that children can learn from a good example and they need to know that they are loved and cared for and they need to know that you're committed to them and you know that the the important thing Googs, is the children need their dads to be involved over time Mm -hmm. to be involved over time you need to learn how to share yourself with your children and find ways to validate and affirm them for who they are not just what they do. You know, dads traditionally have been um, at the dinner table at night. So they see the end of a process, not the complete process. Dads who can't be around for their children because of migrant labor or because they don't work in the same town, etc., 
tend to be the people who respond to the report card, who are not involved day to day. And so children sometimes get the idea with dads that dads are only interested in the final outcome, the final analysis, and are not there to cheerlead for effort along the way. And children really do need that input. If you can't be with your children, those regular telephone calls, the Zoom calls, etc., so that kids know you're interested in them. And, and this is important. How interested are you in your children? How do you show interest in your children? Mm. I think it's so interesting that you say one of the things that children require, one of the things that can be a great way to be present, especially as a father, is this idea of sharing yourself. Um, because many of us are socialized into believing, you know, men don't show emotion, men aren't, can't be gentle parents, men can't be, like you're saying, involved kind of um, in the more day-to-day, in the more kind of the ordinary stuff and not just at the end of the day. And for many of us, you know, if we think about how we were raised, we would think, mm, I don't know that my parents did share themselves with me. Um, and wh- what does that look like when we share ourselves with our children or parents share themselves with their with their children and why is that so important okay so i have summed this up in what i call the papa effect and Mm -hmm. it's an acronym and um and and really it's really symbolizing five ways that fathers can earn frequent father points with their children so the the letters stand for be present be available be protective, be proud, and be attentive. Mm -hmm. So let me delve into what I mean. So the first P for present, it means being emotionally and physically present and being really in the moment when you're with your kids. And actually, I'm going to give dads five stars here because in many instances, dads do this better than mums because dads are not quite so good at multitasking. Women wear more hats in the home. And so the upside for dads is that when they are with their kids, when they choose to be with their kids consciously and with awareness, they're often more focused and less distracted. And if you don't live with your children, you need to maximize the time you do have with them and find telephonic or virtual ways to continue the connection. And when you are physically with them, switch off your devices so that you're fully emotionally and physically present with your kids without distraction. Then the A stands for available. Don't be so busy that your kids think you don't care. I always remember there was a heart-wrenching chicken soup for the soul story of the boy who found out how much his dad's time was worth per hour at work and saved up enough to buy an hour of his dad's time. He saved up enough of his pocket money to buy an hour of his his dad's time because he didn't feel he was that important to his dad. His dad was obviously just too busy just to stop and be with him. And, you know, it can be as simple as don't leave the bedtime story reading to mom. Dads can get involved in these simple activities as well. Children need to sit on your lap. They need to be enveloped by your energetic, emotional aura. They need to feel the touch of skin on skin. They need to smell you. And interestingly, men smell incredibly different to women. Mums and dads smell very different. We underestimate the power of smell in helping our children feel safe. 
And then the third, the second, uh, the third P, because we're on PAP, is proud. Teach your kids to value themselves by valuing and believing in them. This means showing pride in both their achievements and their journey to getting there, even if it's a place in the D team. So don't wait for your kids to make the A team. You need to encourage them and praise them wherever they find themselves. And please, dads, please don't live vicariously through your children. It's one of the traps dads fall into. You know, they want their children to do as well as they did or better than they did. And it's an unfair burden to expect them to perform so that you feel good about yourself. So if your attention and your affection is performance-based, you're not loving them for who they are, but for what they do. And your children are not you and may never become a clone of you. So love them for who they are, not what you expect them to be or do. And this is what is going to grow their confidence and Mm self-belief. Then the third P is protective. And dads are a symbol of physical and emotional security. And they're often less easy to manipulate than mums when it comes to implementing boundaries. And this is because mums have a giant-sized guilt gland. Mums are really sensitive to guilt. Dads, less so. And so it's, it's, that's one, another reason why parenting as a team is more effective than parenting alone if you are on the same page. <laughs> Let's just get that straight. So dads are often seen as the family fixer on many levels because dads are quite action-orientated. They get things sorted. But a dad's role is also to teach children to become resourceful and resilient in themselves, to learn independence little by little. And these are the tools that they'll use to create their own happiness and success one day. And then the final letter is for attentive. And this is about paying attention, listening, talking, and sharing. Do things together. So this could be dates with your daughters or adventures with your sons. This is important to find opportunities to connect. And I'll never forget, um, you know, your, your children naturally, you keep often more to one than to another if you have two children because there's a lot of personality issues and, you know, similar interests of one child, not with another. But it can be as simple as this. Because I remember at one point, my husband was, seemed much closer to one of my children than the other. And I said, you know, if you don't actively, as an adult, find a way to build a bridge with your other son, you might lose him forever. And I just suggested that they were both interested in sport. They both loved watching sport um, on TV. And my husband never missed a sports match for the kids if he could help it. So he was a very present and available hands-on dad. But, you know, it takes more than just going to sports matches as well. Being interested in other interests together. And I just suggested maybe you should watch sport together on TV to give you a bridge for regular conversation. 
And, you know, he, he took the bull by the horns and they started watching sport on TV together. And they started doing the Super Brew competition, um, you know, where they, they would predict the scores of the rugby match of the week or the cricket match of the week. And then my husband came home from work. He'd say, you know, hey, Matt, what did you think of the score? What did you think of the ref's call? And it kind of took the focus off performance of the child and performance of the dad into a neutral space Mm -hmm. where they could build this bridge through conversation and a shared interest. Such an easy way to build a bridge. I think it's so interesting the A of Papa is kind of attentive and it's this idea of paying attention, listening. We've spoken quite a lot about the importance of kids wanting to feel seen and acknowledged and that, you know, yes, my parents are there, but my parents are interested in me. My parents care about me. They're not just kind of you know, uh, in the periphery, but there's actually like, and, and it's almost this idea of creating a, a connection um, yes. with, with your children. Yes, and inclusivity, I think, Gogs, you know, be inclusive. And being inclusive is very practical when it comes to, to parenting and, and fathering. So it would be things like children love an adventure. Teach them how to build a fire or a bry. Teach them well and they'll be safe. If you should have a swimming pool, next time you test the water of the pool, if you have one, show, how, show them how you do it because it's a science experiment. And when you wash your car um, or bicycles, if you've been out cycling and they're muddy, invite your kids in to share in the chores. You know, it's all about taking responsibility for what we have. And that includes our possessions as well as the people in our lives. So it can be really, really practical. And you know what kids love? They love camping. And camping doesn't cost an arm and a leg. It's an easy way to take your kids away for an adventure. And if you can't take them away, you can camp in your garden when the weather warms up, or you can even camp in your house. Build a fort in a bedroom, build a fort in in the the lounge with sheets and towels and things, and sleep on the floor with your kids for a night. You know, these are the kinds of memories that children will dine out on for years. You want to be the memory maker in their children, in their lives. We received an SMS here from Dan who says, I raised my son alone. I had to be his father, his best friend, his mother, and learned so much from him. He's turned out to be an amazing man. And I think that's so interesting. Often when we think of parenting, we think, obviously, parents are often the teacher. But I think it's so beautiful, this idea that in the process of raising their son, they also learned uh, from their child. Um, which I think is such an interesting idea that parents can also learn from their children. I am 100% behind that, that notion. You know, we are as much teachers to our children as they are to us. So how open and aware are you to receiving the learning? Nikki, as always, great chatting to you. Thank you so much for your time.